Kate Mary! You binge watch your average Netflix show and you just want to talk to someone about it. We need to talk to someone we about it. We need to Louis. talk to someone about it. Welcome back to Gotta Be Done, the Bluey podcast. Kate McMahon here with Mary Bowling. And today, up uh, Mary, I want to talk about taxi. <laughs> taxi. This, epi- oh. uh, this episode aired on ABC Kids the other day, and I just loved it. We've joined also, I should say, by uh, Caspian, Mary's beautiful little four-month-old, and my godson, I should mention. Yeah, yeah Mary doing a stellar job, um, <laughs> you know, parenting, podcasting at the same time. Cass, Cass, Cass. Now, you love taxi because... The star of Taxi, let it be said, is, as usual, Mum. Mum. Mum is the sat-nav. Oh, my God. Sat-nav will get us there in a jiffy. Well, I should hope so. In five metres, turn left onto this road. OK. I think. Oh, no. This isn't right. Oh, come on. So... Uh, mum is lying on the floor as the sat-nav, go left, here, this kebab shop looks familiar. <laughs> it's the <laughs> ultimate combination of sat-nav and how I navigate the yeah. actually. So, yeah, they've, they've really nailed that one with mum being the sat-nav. Oh, I'm so and terrible with left and right, and every time we're driving, Tim will always ask me twice, are you sure? <laughs> left, are you right, sure? Right. I'll no, say left, left here. <laughs> And he'll be like, are you sure? And I'll be like, yes, I'm sure. And then inevitably, at some point, I will not be sure. So it may be a bit of a stereotype there for mum, but tell you who's not stereotyped. This is the first introduction I feel to dad's theatrical side. Oh, yes. It doesn't he play Night a graduate. Surely, <laughs> surely. Um, he is so wonderful. So um, Bluey is the taxi driver. They've got four chairs set up in their um, lounge room. Mum's lying on the floor pretending to be the sat-nav, and Dad's in the back seat. He needs to get to Tasmania for a flight. Yes, yeah. I mean... Um, my Airport to Tasmania, I think. They're not Airport to Tasmania. to Tasmania, yes. I was just reminded of a dad joke that my father used to say all the time, which was um, he used to, we used to have family living in Tassie, and we'd go over and visit them. Um, one of my first plane trips ever, I think, was on ANSET to fly to Launceston. Like, I don't know where this is going. Yeah, it's an overseas holiday. Oh. And then my dad was like, you try driving there. <laughs> Overseas. Overseas. Although, actually, my husband had um, Bon and one of his cousins at the beach the other day and walked them out to a sandbar and told them they'd gone to Tasmania. So, <laughs> yeah, dad humour just never lets uh, you down. Never lets you down. And um, for all the Tasmanians listening, we love you. It's a beautiful state. I would live at Mona if I could. <laughs> That's probably where Dad's going. He's a bit of a creative type. He seems like a very creative type because he's playing the frustrated businessman. Yes. And he is totally in character. Like, he is not slipping once. Um, One thing that this episode I feel we need to talk about is that it showed me that any food can become a swear word if you say it with enough vigour. Beans on toast! Oh, biscuits. But, like, no matter what food you try, it actually sounds like a great PG-rated cuss word. So, fish and chips. Cheese and crackers. Cheese and crackers. (laughs) Biscuits. What else could we try? Strawberry cheesecake. (laughs) Our dad has to uh, go through a lot of foods in this episode. It's very frustrating, but mainly because 
little bingo is the cookie cutter of dad. She's playing a rich lady and her child who also gets in the taxi and the bane of dad's life, pretty much. But she does it pretty well as well. Like, I don't know where she's seen, you know, rich ladies around who um, frustrate taxi passengers on a regular basis, yeah. but she nails it. Yeah, she absolutely nails it. And and both kids stay in perfect character through the whole imaginative play session. So dad's trying to get to the airport, Bingo's like, we'll take this lady and her child to the play centre. They're getting sent all in crazy directions. Then there's old people crossing the road as delays. Then the car won't start and Bingo plays basically Charlene from Neighbours. Yes, yes. So, yes. So, like, total overall goals and comes out, oh, it's your, it's your doodad, love. You're going to need a new doodad, which, to be fair, is pretty much what I hear every time I go to the mechanics. Uh, oh, it's the doodad, love. Yeah, it always is. Yeah, it's, it's always, always the love. doodad. <laughs> so, yeah, Bingo, Bingo nails multiple roles. She's yeah. got an Academy Award in her future. Yeah. <laughs> and really, it doesn't go beyond the game, does it? They're, no. they're in the game this whole episode. Yeah. And it's just so well done. Like, And it takes different directions. I think it's a real testament to the importance of being prepared to go with it. When your kid throws something at you in an imaginative game, you have to you have to one-up them. You, you, you can't not. You, you have to raise the bar and just keep stepping it up, really, don't you? And um, the thing I love about this episode too is that um, I feel like the imaginative play is quite achievable because play school for me used to be achievable fun and now it's basically Pinterest on steroids. I watched an episode of play school the other day with Rachel and she was in like a cardboard replica house pushing a vacuum cleaner totally made of cardboard with a pool noodle as like the, the, the hose bit and it had axles in the vacuum cleaner. I was like, I do not have time between work and everything else going on to be sitting down with like boxes from Bunnings and making cardboard vacuum Why cleaners for my kids. Why? Why? It used to be like a toilet roll with a peg on it or it something. It was always a toilet roll. But on the flip side, I kind of do want them to be more interested in vacuuming. So. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe you win some, you lose some. Thanks, Play School. Thanks, Play School. But um, yeah, I love that all the props in this uh, seem to be fairly relatable. So they've just got a few ch- kitchen chairs and a little bit of string, um, and they're wearing like a hat. Yeah, um, you yeah know. it's not over the top. And it's then not over the top. They make it to the plane eventually, and yeah, that's just every chair yeah, in by the house some, pretty much. By some miracle, Dad makes it to the airport. <laughs> oh, what now? Oh, sorry about this, but we're out of petrol. Ah! That's it. I'm going on foot. Good day to you. Slam! And mum is playing uh, the airline hostess. Beautifully. Beautifully. He races onto the plane and sits down. And who would sit next to him but... Annoying old lady. Annoying old lady from the taxi with her vomiting child. Yeah, so understandably dad wants to get off. Um, And I love the final big reveal involves a swivel chair. There's a lot of swivel chairs in Bluey Life. There is. (laughs) <laughs> and yeah, Bluey is... It's a very the... Dr. Claw Inspector Gadget moment. Actually, yes. Yeah. yeah that, it's perfect. It's made me look at the swivel chairs in our house a bit differently. I think they need to get a bit more involved in our play. Do you think they're safe for little fingers? Is there oh, somebody you lose a finger in a swivel chair? I don't know. I mean, I put Liv on swivel chairs when she was younger. Liv's now six. And 
yeah, she used to love just spinning around. But I kind of felt like, um, have you seen Soulmates that was on ABC? Yes, yeah. And where he gets addicted to the whizzy dizzy? <laughs> Yes. It was a little bit like that. Okay. Yeah, where she, so. but like, yeah, it's not good for you, darling. You need to stop now. <laughs> I return high risk. Okay, yeah. I'll hide those swivel chairs. It looks like Bluey manages hers beautifully. She spins around to reveal herself as the driver. Yeah, on the so plane this crazy taxi driver is now the crazy plane driver, <laughs> and there is no oh, escape. Dad just wants to get off. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, gorgeous episode. Probably, you know about the whole wanting to get off fit at the end. Yeah. I, kids just mimic what they see, and I do not want to be putting my kids on a plane anytime soon and say, and having them go, I want to get off, I want to speak to the captain. Because <laughs> I could definitely see that being there. <laughs> and let's face it, there is no greater hell for any parent than to be stuck on a flight when your kid is having one of those days. Like, <sighs> it is... I don't care how many people put those cute things up on Facebook about, oh, we gave everyone ear plugs and like that soppy, the soppy note that's yeah. like, oh, I'm sorry we had a child. Yeah. It's like you're in economy, dude. You just <laughs> need to suck it up. Yeah, yeah. People could definitely be more understanding about kids on flights because parents can, do not have any more understanding to go around at that point. <laughs> <laughs> All of my understanding is channeled into this one person. by a thread. Very thin thread. But yeah, I think this episode is testament to the fact that the best airport is in your lounge room. Yeah, <laughs> stick to that for a while. Anyway, see you next week. I think we've got a plane to catch. Yeah. <laughs> see ya. Um, can I just check? You won't break down or get lost or pick up another passenger, will you? Of course not. Oh, good. Because I... Taxi? Oh, another passenger. Whoa. Ciao. I knew it.